0: Welcome back. Welcome back! We're here. Woo! We're, uh, we're ready to talk some football. It's been a little while. It's actually been uh, two months. Um, so super excited to get back at it and talk football again with you guys. Um, Sorry, this is we, the, we got, we got joining joining the today. Um, But yeah, super excited to be back. Um, you know, it's off season, so you know we got quite a few few things to discuss. We'll talk a little bit about our schedule this upcoming year. Uh, we kind of touched a little bit on that um, towards the end of last year, but uh, we'll touch on it again this year too. And or during this episode, we'll talk a little bit about recruiting, what we had going on here uh, in this class. Let's talk a little bit about. And you know, we were talking just a little bit ago about our class from last year. That a lot of fa- a lot of faces, wow, yeah. we had names we didn't hear on the field much at all. That maybe like uh maybe a snap like, here or there. You know,
1: the, that Maryland game,
0: maybe yeah, uh, but there's a lot of guys a lot of guys didn't get to four games last year, or one or two games so.
1: or, or, or maybe they did, but they're playing on special teams or something that you don't really know yeah. that they actually played so anyway yeah, so
0: so we'll talk a little bit about those guys that recruited for the twenty nineteen class then then again for the twenty twenty class um and. More than welcome to take your guys' comments, or questions, um, and and we'll do our best to answer what we can on the show here.
1: Millie loves Matt.
0: Yes, we're best friends. Um, All right, so very excited to be back. Husker football, once again, um, we had the championship game uh, recently where we had uh, Clemson and
1: LSU play. Uh, obviously LSU was uh, a powerhouse, and and they showed it. Joe Burrow was a freaking stud. Uh, Jefferson was a stud. Um, they showed up on defense like they always do. But it was the, the difference maker for them this year. I believe is that they they had a quarterback and an offense that was clicking. I mean, if you look at those numbers and the percentage of uh, completion, oh, yeah. it was unbelievable. So. Um, and then you got Bo Pelini going to be their defensive yeah. coordinator, which is a different topic in itself. But, um, no, LSU was uh, the the best team in college football this year, I thought. Oh, yeah. And I thought that they
0: would win, and they did. I think a long, it was a while back, and I can't remember if I was talking to you or maybe my brother, and I said, you know, someone was like, oh, Alabama can't be beat. And I said, well, I, I think LSU might be the team to do it. And that was early in the season when LSU was showing – that they were a good team. You know, know, they, how they, they
1: played a close game with Texas, and, and it was like, okay, you know, that was one of the – at that time, that was one of the biggest games in college football. Obviously, Texas wasn't Texas that great of a – didn't have enough, a great season. But yeah. anyway, um, at that point, I think that was kind of the turning point for LSU. Oh, yeah. uh, they got confidence after that win, and, um, you know, they, they rolled, and they rolled – Pretty freaking yeah. good.
0: And, and congrats to Burrow and the rest of the team. And like, it, was, it was a heck of a game. Corgeron is absolutely hilarious to listen at, to. It is, so, yeah. Um, you know, and congrats to Bo, who is now going to be the D coordinator there. And, yeah, I mean, um, you can have your
1: side. Um, I was a Bo fan. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily super upset when we fired Bo, but at the same time, he was the type of coach that was a coach that I played for mm-hmm. when I played hockey. Yep. Guys, they're getting your face, you know, whatever you want to say about it. But I liked Bo. I don't know that he was the coach that would necessarily take Nebraska back
0: to get us back to where we want to be. Yeah. But I liked him. So, good for him. Hey, so I had one guy, I had someone just ask him, I must have deleted a comment, but it said his, Nebraska football and Nebraska basketball is just the absolute worst in the Big Ten. I had to laugh. We don't play. We don't pay attention to the basketball much, but I know um, they got their seventh straight loss today. Um, I honestly, I just don't care. To be completely uh, really honest about To be completely basketball. honest, they have a new coach. Um, they
1: have a stud point guard. They beat Iowa. They beat Purdue. Yep. They've lost to a lot of shitty teams. Sorry to say, but um well, still, yeah, it'll take it'll take a
0: couple years. Still, still like football. I'm still not a basketball <laughs> fan, but. Uh, Still new coach, new system, new way of coaching. I like I guys. like Fred Woodward. So. Yeah, um, so let's talk a little bit about football. So um, as far as Husker football, uh, this recruiting class, we're ranked 21st in the country, uh, fourth in the Big Ten. So obviously fourth in the Big Ten, that's a good thing. Um, some of the names on our recruiting class, though, I mean, talk about guys. We were talking a little bit of, a little bit ago about guys that had offers from all over the country.
1: Uh, Marcus Fleming and had thirty nine offers.
0: Thirty nine and uh, Turner Corcoran he, he had a ton of offers. Turner talk about, Corcoran's
1: a freaking stud. Talk
0: about guys that were like the best in their state and they're committing to Nebraska. So you know I think a lot of people talk about you know Frost this Frost that, but I mean clearly he he and his coaches are saying something to these kids. I mean Corcoran's been committed for a while. Um, and, oh, and he's been all in too. And he's been all oh. in. And I think you look at just the the stars that we have, and you, uh, Jaden Francois, Henry Gray, Logan Smothers. I mean, Alante Brown, guys with a lot of potential for Green. that. Yeah, T. John Green. I mean, we have T-Jong guys. Green. We have guys that are going to come in and play this year. I mean, in this twenty twenty class. And we're not even talking about guys from the 2019 class that didn't get to see the field last year. Um, guys like Paul Gates, we're going to see more of him this year. Javin Wright, we didn't get to see him play last year. Ty Robinson. Ty Robinson, Bryce Benhart. Bryce Ben-Hart. Um, We have guys that are going to step up in a big role on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. But I think our wide receiver core – has strengthened in, in numbers with the guys that we recruited this year and the guys um, that we didn't get to see a lot uh, of last uh, year. What's
1: the Juco kid? Omar, um, Omar Manning. Omar
0: Manning. Omar Manning, also a big pickup. He was so. the number one Juco recruit overall. Yes. Um, and then what's the prep school kid? Uh, prep school, that was, uh, that was Alate Brown. Yes. Alate Brown, a wide receiver. Um, six foot 190, he's got a I good mean, build to him.
1: Obviously, if you watch the games this last season – didn't have much at the wide receiver position. Yeah. They went hard on the wide receiver, and they went Juco. They went prep school. They, mm-hmm. they, they did every avenue they
0: possibly could yep. to get guys that can play right away. We, we built up defensive ends. We built up corners. We built up safeties. We built up our linebacker core. Oh uh, uh, we, sure. we really beefed up uh, that uh, Magu Clements, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Tabu, mm-hmm. I can't remember how to say it, Etiva, whatever. Uh, the dudes all over social media, too, like this class, and their social media presence, Henry Gray, I mean, that dude has been beefing up Nebraska since he committed day one. And all last season, he's like, just wait, we're coming, we're coming. How we're coming. many
1: guys did they go in and snatch out of Miami that was Yeah. pretty incredible? I mean, I think we had zero recruits from Florida the year before, and we had, like, seven yep. out of this class. Some of them are early enrollees that are already on campus. Yep. Uh, we got
0: Nash Hut. Uh, yeah, Hutt, cause Hutt, cause Hutt, the number
1: Hutt. one recruit the state of South Dakota. I know it's. South Dakota, but, I mean...
0: Sevian Morrison,
1: yeah. we got... Oh, oh yeah. Marvin Scott, I mean... Sevian Morrison had, like, 29 offers or something like that. I mean, you're talking Alabama offers, Notre Dame offers, Michigan offers, Ohio State offers.
0: Oh, he's coming out of Oklahoma.
1: Oklahoma offers. I mean, offers. He, I mean that, that's, that's what I'm saying.
0: Nico Cooper, another guy.
1: Uh, well, North and Wisconsin. you got Nixon, yeah. obviously. His he dad is a back. coach at Baylor, so, yep. you know, he obviously had a, an offer at Baylor, which... It's the easy route for him to take to go to the school that his yeah. dad's coaching at. And honestly, if that was me, that, that'd be probably pretty appealing. Yeah. But you also want to pave your own path. And he had a 15, 19 offer, something like that. Joe's Nebraska. You know, he's a three-star recruit, but, you know, he's been around football his entire life. His dad's a football yeah. coach. His dad's a college football coach. Yep, Absolutely. He's around the guys. And Baylor was really good this year. So, not that, that necessarily makes any difference, but that's it, is, yeah. it is good. It, this recruiting class is really good. Twenty-one good. when you're four and eight or five and seven, three and, years and it, in a row. And it's not
0: to me. It's not even about the the rank nationally that we're at with 21, 21st. That's great. We we're eighteen last year. And, um, even,
1: and you haven't even mentioned Xavier Betts, the, the number one kid out of Nebraska.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you have guys that are wanting to play at Nebraska, so. As much as people want to be down about our record, and which yet sucks, and, and last year, we talked about it more than once. It was hard. It was hard to stay in tune with college football and be excited about college football just because of the way things were going that year. Um, but, you know, then again, this year turns around, and guess what? We're, we're excited again. Oh, and for sure. And that's going to happen every year. and. Whether we have, whether we go seven and five, eight and four, we go five and seven this year. I mean, it doesn't I mean, matter. It's definitely a tough schedule. We got and a, I'm not
1: sure if I said Xavier Betts.
0: You did, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I Xavier Watson. Xavier Notre Dame. Yeah, Xavier Watson. Notre Dame. Whatever, He's a good for him. Um, his, his, his all time favorite school growing up. Um, but I think you know Donnie mentioned, you know I think we turned the corner this year. I think we see a lot of improvement this year. I'm gonna pull up our 2019 class as well because we were talking about this earlier and guys that we didn't even get to see play this last year. Or we saw very little bit. Obviously, the best recruit out of the class
1: was Wanda Robinson. We saw him right away. He's going to be healthy again this year. He got banged you know, up a
0: lot. He's going to be banged up probably his entire college career just because of his size. But, but yes, but he also had to step into a role that wasn't really going to be his role to start with. Agreed. He played more running back. He played a lot more um, in different roles because of other injuries. Well, so, and,
1: and I saw uh, Adam Carricker posted something, whether it was today or yesterday or Thursday. Something. Like, uh, the running back position, what does it look like? Because obviously Jalen Bradley transferred this yep. this week, which good for him. Uh, best of luck to him because he was not going to see the field. Yep. Um, when he did a couple of years ago, he looked really good. So, best of luck to you. Yeah. But. You know, obviously, it's pretty thin, we, we, uh, and we really
0: don't have that problem. We don't. Um, <laughs> we, don't. we have
1: two guys coming in, yep. and we have, uh, you know, we saw Ramirez Johnson come in last year, um,
0: and we saw Dedrick and, Mills, and
1: Dedrick and Mills was
0: really good the back half of the season. Yeah. I thought so. As our offensive line got better, he got better. He agreed. Yep. Um, so, and if we can get Adrian Martinez, a healthy Adrian, running the ball again, that's going to make a big difference. Yes. Um so, All right, uh, let's talk about a few of these guys. So, um, Nick Heinrich, out of Omaha, okay, yeah. inside linebacker Again, he, he needs one of those guys that need to beef up a little bit, too. But, right. Um,
1: so, he redshirted and he's yep. going to, you know,
0: if anything, add depth. Yeah. Uh, Polo Gates at the cornerback position. Bryce Benhart, we saw um, Ty Robinson. We saw those guys a little bit towards the back half of the year. And what they can do, they're pushing guys on the line. That's good to see. Um, obviously, know Luke McCaffrey. Uh, I think Jakeem Green got in a little bit towards maybe one of the last couple of games he got in a little bit, but he was a late – he came in late in the year. Right. Um, so, he, he took a while to kind of get used to the the way things were in Nebraska and get up with the conditioning, those kind of things. I think we'll see yeah, a lot more I think of it him took some time out, of, out of community college. Conditioning-wise, uh, I've seen some pretty positive things about him. Yeah, but we got a lot of athletes, too. we got Jamie Nance and Darian Chase. We know Nance, Nance can fly. Uh, he's got good hands. Um, you can see him in a role that's more of a, a flex role as well, kind of like uh, Robinson. Um, Damari in Houston. I mean, that guy, We again, guys we don't talk when, about. When he signed, I said that's the next Stanley Morgan
1: just because of his size.
0: Out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. The guy's uh, out of Oklahoma, and we, we're getting guys. And, and I know to Stanley
1: Morgan came in and played right away, so, you know, Maybe that's not quite the right comparison, yeah. but
0: he's a, big, he's a big receiver, and that's what we need. Absolutely, and, and I think Houston is a big guy this year to look out for. Darian Chase, another athlete who's got good hands. He's got good size. He's 6'1", 195, so he's not too big. I really wish we had a little more height at the wide receiver position, but these guys that can fly around, if they can block, if they can run good routes, that's what we need. Um, Ramir Johnson, we talked about him. Chris Hickman, again, tight end. He got
1: in. He looked um, a little skinny.
0: Yeah. Another um, guy will beef up a little bit. He looked
1: like uh, maybe a little bit more For a tight end,
0: he's only 205 pounds for a tight end. He was um, right. when he got recruited. So, hopefully he gets No, it I, I mean,
1: I love the kid. I definitely do. And not just because he's an Omaha yeah. boy. Uh,
0: gained about another he, 20 he pounds. Just, he, yeah,
1: I mean, when when he went in, I think he went in that Maryland game yes. and probably should have caught a touchdown pass. True. to A little bit out of position, just needs to learn a little bit more. Yeah. Perfectly fine.
0: I'm excited about it. Yeah, he's he's a good kid to watch out for. Um, Ronald Tompkins, again, he, he's a guy that was hurt. Um, hopefully he's going to be Right, I mean, he was go. hurt coming in. We knew that. But he's an all-purpose back, too, another guy that can beef up that running back room if, he oh,
1: can, if he's healthy coming into the year. Just play one of those roles, you know with frost offense they do a lot of crazy things. Just be be out there to do something. Absolutely. Um and then uh let's see who else we got here. Sorry. I mean we had a couple of offensive linemen that probably didn't yeah. have even a chance to sniff the field, which I understand so those that type of position. Unless you're unless you're Corcorn coming in. Yeah. That has, yeah, so yeah. The way
0: that he is, that has a possibility to come play right away. A couple other defensive guys I'm excited about. Masai Newsom, defensive end. He's 252 at 6'3". That's a big dude. Um, and hopefully he beefs up and, and gains his size as well. Uh, Quentin Newsom. So we got two Newsom guys. Right. I think both of them could do some damage. Um, again, Javin Wright. Um, Buddha, that's what we call it, his nickname. Another corner, Garrett Snodgrass. Oh, um, Snodgrass, um, I mean, I M- if you follow Nebraska you know, not yeah. I mean, Michael Lynn, the dude's 6'6", 300 pounds. Big guy. Matthew Anderson, 6'6", almost 300 pounds. Ethan Piper, Jimmy Fritz. I mean, these guys are guys that we didn't even talk about last year. And it's because, because they, all they weren't on the field. They redshirted. and they, Or they got to play very little. Um, yeah. I, just, I think that class is going to do way more this year. And, again, we talk about – that patience and what you want to look for. I was going to say that. And we're getting guys that have speed. They have size. Maybe not great size, but they have size. And you look at Scott Frost and what he wants to do with that offense, it's about speed. He wants guys on the line that can pull, can block, but also run downfield. He wants guys that have that speed, and that's going to help us be more successful in the long run.
1: Well, and like a – you can – be a little bit upset about the last couple of seasons, mm-hmm. but in the long run, I feel like they are building this from the bottom up, and guys that probably could play right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from like Wando yeah. and Adrian Martinez, those guys like they have to play right away because yep. you can't not play them right away. But other guys, they have realized. If we can redshirt these guys, maybe give them, you know, you can play four games now, so maybe give them a little bit of experience, they can make this a pretty big deal three, four years down the road.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, we talked a little bit about that wide receiver room, what that looks like. I mean, we have a ton of wide receivers that were redshirts last year. Um, right. We still have Spielman. We still have Kate Warner. Um, Woodyard transferred. That's fine. Mike Williams is gone. All again. Right. Woodyard came in, didn't play well. Mike Williams struggled to catch the ball when he did play. Um, and that's but, why I think we brought receivers in that I think can probably, hopefully, play right away. That, and also, again, those red shirts
1: that we because had last year. The red shirts, you know, obviously the hope is that they'll be able to come in yep. and, and, and ha- make an impact. But that's not necessarily going to happen. So you have to bring in mm-hmm. in Omar Manning. You, you want to have know, the, you want to have the depth. Um, you gotta have somebody out there that's gonna be able to, you know, can perform. Yeah. So. And and, I was, and obviously J D Spielman can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he can't do that when he doesn't have one or two other guys.
0: Yep. Yeah. He needs some help. You know, because he, then everybody's you keying know. on. Can't be the sole target. Uh, we have to have other guys we can throw to, and I think we had that coming in this year. And, um, again, that depth. We didn't have depth last year. At least, plan, Not at least oh. depth that was ready to play. Um, so now hopefully we got those guys ready to go, ready to rock and roll and, and come in and make a difference in the offense along with the guys coming in uh, that are going to be freshmen that are early enrollees as well. And let's not be three-season
1: ranked. Let's not have any Heisman hype for let's Adrian not. Martinez, uh, which I've already seen, and please take it's that like, what, 30-1? He was like number four, number five on the Heisman. Level. No, he's like, not. He's way down. No, do not. Say this. No, he's, um, way, he's way down. He's like... It's on one particular site. Maybe anyway. In the top 15. Um,
0: yeah, so... It's just, just going clean. and yeah. – But here, here's what we have, hopefully, as a, um, an asset to our team going into this year. We we'll talked a little bit about Matt Lubick. Um, yeah, Matt yeah. Lubick. Uh, coming in. Um, he he did coach last year. Um, which, he was at Washington, is, the, year, is, was at Washington like, the year before, um, Oregon before that for a while. So Williams is out, Keith Williams. I think I like Keith Williams as a person, um, but I heard I heard some talk that – are
1: you are I'm oh sorry, like, not Keith Williams. Um, 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 I, I like Keith Williams. Yeah, I, like, oh, I do like Keith uh, Williams. Uh, what's his name? Um, Walters. Walters. I, Troy Walters. I like Troy uh, Walters. Uh, he's really good when he talks. He sounds intelligent. Yeah, a lot of um, energy. He played with Frost at Stanford. He was a really good
0: receiver back in the day. Um, but something, something wasn't right. Well, and there's, there's a lot of talk about, you know, you saw a big difference in not only his recruiting ranking as a coach uh, from one year to the next, but also just, I think, that connection with the receivers. I mean, dude, we talked about how many times last year about how, you know, why are, are wide receivers not getting open? Is it the routes they're running? Um, what's, what's the issue? Why does it look so crappy out there? Why can't Martinez get a wide receiver open and he has got to scramble or he's holding it in the pocket too long? And part of that's your wide receivers. And what are we doing as a wide receivers coach to change things? And you just never saw our tight ends didn't break out. Our wide receivers, nothing really stuck out for that core of wide receivers and tight ends. I know he's not a tight end coach, but as a wide receivers coach, he's got to have some input. So what was missing – wasn't clicking was him and the team and the coaching staff? Uh, was it something where he just was kind of coasting? I saw a lot of people kind of commenting there. As like, you know, he was just kind of coasting with Frost, and he was the last guy that committed to come to Nebraska. He was UCF. because I thought
1: he might take the UCF head coaching yep. job. So he, lose, he struggled, with that,
0: he struggled that. with that decision to come here. So you got to ask some of those questions. Again, I, I don't want to speculate and say this is why. No, because I
1: like him a lot. Um, I mean, I'm,
0: not, but, I'm you know, not hating on him. Good luck to him I wherever he goes Yeah, best, for but I sure. Think Bringing in Lubbock here is really going to be well, a three-star and, wide receiver core. and a coaching staff. And people might get upset,
1: but, you know, I'm pretty sure Frost is calling plays, and maybe he needs to take a step back from that and let an offensive coordinator come in, especially yeah. way that he knows and he trusts. Not saying that he didn't trust Troy Walters,
0: but, you know, we can't do swing passes every freaking play, man. No. No, I think, um, I think that's where uh, he's going to help out a lot is coming in with potential calling some offensive plays too. Maybe not 100% calling, but maybe Frost is going to let him make some play calls. I don't know. Um, but or the wide receivers coach, he's got – things up, uh, you know, and shake things up, yeah. I guess, is what I mean, which so is not necessarily a bad thing. You, you asked me almost immediately after the hire. You texted me when it came out and said, what are your thoughts on the hire? Right. Um, Yeah, I did. You did. I was excited about it. I'm like, you know, I think he's good. He's got a good history as far as who he's coached, where he's coached. He's coached some good teams. There's been good wide receivers there, good speed. Um, It seems to run pretty good routes. But my one concern was he's been at a lot of places over his career. And for a short period of time. Agreed. So let me see. Just from the year 2000, uh, or starting with 2001 football season, he's been at one, two, three, four, five, six. This will be his seventh place that he's been at in nineteen twenty years. So you're talking about two, three years max of where he's staying, uh, plus he have a year off. So uh, you're looking at closer to two, two and a half years of where he's going and staying. And that's, that's a little bit of a concern, but at the same time, you talked about that relationship, prior relationship with Frost. I right. think that's going to help, and I think they can help each other out and you're going, have coach, you're going to have turnover coaching if it happens in two, three years. Hopefully, it's for a better position for him, and we have somebody that's, boom, I want to go to Nebraska. I agree. Coach there.
1: I think uh, he could come in, and, you know, it could be one of two things. Well, it could be one of three things. But it could be, you know, he comes in, and things click, and, you know, maybe he stays longer than he has at other positions yep. because things are working. Um, like you said, maybe he comes in and, things are really good and he's able to pick a job somewhere else. Yep. Or, you know, the third, which we obviously all don't want, <laughs> is things don't work and we let him go. But um, I, I, I see this being pretty positive. Um, there needed to be some type of shake. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, and I
1: know people are still freaking out because we haven't got – we haven't hired a, a, a special teams coach, special teams coordinator, whatever you want to call it. I know – there's been a lot of talk about it. I know they say we can have all of our coaches collaborate to be a special teams coordinator type of yeah. thing. Um, that, know, is, that is a need. That, that's something that needs to be addressed because there's problems.
0: I struggled to. With- think that it's that hard of a position to coach. It should not be. I struggle as well. I mean, I, I get our kicking game sucked. Our punting was awful. But those are individual things to address, not as a team. Ooh. Hey, you run down, you attack the ball. I if you're get, on the outside, you don't allow them to get outside. I get team.
1: we had some injuries at kicking <sighs> position. But you got to figure out a way to be able to make a freaking field goal okay. for one. And you got to be able to figure out a way – to
0: kick the ball deep on kickoff, oh. we lost to fuck. Sorry, we lost <laughs> to Iowa because he yeah. can't kick the yeah. ball deep. Yeah, and we used, we never had a problem with that kicking the ball out of the end zone. That was that was almost a given every game, every kicker we've had in the past, and now uh, like, even last year, dude. Last year we were doing it, and now all of a sudden it's
1: like, eh, how are you kicking the ball?
0: To the <laughs> I'm gonna it twenty yards. Yard. Though, yeah. You're kicking the ball <laughs> like sixty yards in the air.
1: I mean, I'm not a kicker, so I can't. anything. But. Yeah. If you're a kicker in college sports,
0: you should be able to kick the well, ball to the end zone. And on the flip side, returning kicks. How hard is it to say, if you're in the end zone, stay in the end zone? I love Wanda Robinson. Stay in the end zone. I love
1: zone. Stanley Morgan. I love J.D. Spielman. I love all these skill position players. You get the ball at the 25 if you just say no. <laughs> Do not try. It, unless zero. you're that Wisconsin guy that can freaking yeah. go for a
0: touchdown yeah. like 10 times a year. Run like the wind, bullseye. Um, says we can cuss. You know. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean it's it, hopefully kids are in bed anyways. But um, I mean stay in the damn end zone. Like I, I don't that last last, me last, year, last year anything all season. Last between that and then returning punts or catching punts inside the five or even inside the ten, dude. If it's behind your head, don't catch it. Just let it go. I'd rather I'd rather you not potentially muff the ball or just get tackled at the ten and maybe fumble it. And just let it go in the end zone. If it doesn't go in the end zone, guess what? That's fine. You're you're gonna get down there anyways, wherever they touch it. You're either gonna be at the ten or at the two. So Dalton don't said know. he can kick a 30 yard field goal. That's impressive, brother. <laughs> brother. brother. Uh, but you know, hopefully our kicking situation. It was a draft. I, I think, it's be, think it's gonna be. gonna be better. Um, it got better late in the year because we had right. <laughs> we had a guy that ran. We found the library after how many how many years? He's like a fifth-year senior. Um, and so I, Waldock, that Waldock? I think he's back this year. Uh, he might have been a senior. But I think he might have been going into his fifth year, as a fifth year senior. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, or maybe
0: he's a graduate student. He's got, he's got I eligibility, mean, man. Pickering was the number one kicker out of, <laughs> yeah, dude, out of high school. Dude, take one, dude, take one class online, like the easiest class you can take, you can come back and kick for us. Um, um, one of,
1: going to that, one of my things that kind of annoys me, and I get it, in sports, coaches hide injuries for yes. players, but, it seems like oh hey it was it seems like nebraska and frost especially like they try to hide so much more than they yeah. need to just give us some info
0: and i think you know part of my frustration with the whole injury thing um last year was after the end of the season like oh you know adrian had surgery he he was hurt yes, all year he had it's surgery like, saying that he was extremely hurt on his shoulder are you kidding like you? all year and it's, you can tell on some of those passes, man. Either floating them or just way off, and it's like, like that's frustrating as a fan. Again, we are not privy to any information. That's not something that we and have. i have not saying the right that together.
1: that affected him that much in that way or whatever. But if that was the case, I understand trying to salvage Luke's red shirt. because yeah. I wanted him to be shirted. because mm-hmm. I wanted to have him for four more years. Yeah, but man, do you need to play a guy that's
0: yeah. that <laughs> But then again, if it wasn't going to be like, hey, it's going to be a long-term thing where if we play you, you're going to be hurt long-term. If that, if that wasn't the, it going to be an issue with long-term um, health, then saving that red shirt and knowing that we got, this isn't going to be our year. This is not our year next year or the year after that. We're looking down the road. And maybe
1: maybe that's why there was a lot of guys that redshirted or did not see the field. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the record shows what it was. But is that sacrificing a season for the long term? I certainly fucking hope so, Dalton. Again,
0: again, it's playing for the future. I mean, I think we talked about last year, like, are we – Not doing, talk about talent a lot. Do we not have the talent? Um, I said I think we have talent, but we're not using it correctly. I mean, if you're a top
1: twenty-five recruiting class pretty regularly, you've got
0: enough talent, and that's why to at
1: least compete, yeah, and be over six and six every year. And that's
0: why I think starting this this upcoming year. Is where we're going to see that turnaround. Um, Dalton says he's going down to Frost Office. Give me an autograph. Actually, we might see him next week. We're going to talk about Sloppy Sports Bank. We we'll we'll will talk bit. about the Nebraska graduation. Um, all right, 2020 schedule. So if you look at our 2020 schedule and what our season is going to look like, kick it off with a Big Ten matchup, which is unusual. You don't always see that. Um, in the Big Ten, we Big that matchup. Well, I, I like mean, it
1: though. I you, 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 you mean you've seen it over the years? Purdue played in Northwestern on Thursday night, the first night of college football. Doesn't happen often, of though. Before. Yeah. For Nebraska, it does not happen.
0: So it's we, very often. And we next two years. We got Purdue and Illinois to kick off the season, and Illinois. If somebody Maryland, wants
1: to buy tickets to Ireland War Game, or if
0: you know someone who would like to sponsor our show, that we're Game, I would love to have something other than my wife's computer to doodle on and and take notes on for our show, but. Just a sponsor. They give you sponsors from one year. Say this is the show. Give me Microsoft Surface for Jimmy and I, and we'll be good to go. Three
1: words: <laughs> Ireland War Game.
0: There you go. Um, so we kick it off with Purdue. Uh, Purdue really struggled last year. Um, yeah, Rondell Moore was, last, Moore was, was a 14, lot of the exactly. year,
1: and he's like that. Wandale Robinson, you know, th- th- they're friends. They worked out together. They are the same type of person. They are kind of small-bodied, super quick, super. Yep. Elusive type of players that can make a super
0: impact. Yes.
1: However, in college sports, there's big guys. Yep.
0: And they can get hurt. And Absolutely. Both you know, those guys have gotten hurt. So. So we'll we'll continue with the schedule here in a second. Uh, Don, that's about Shenander. Is he or chandelier? Or Ch- <laughs> Chandler. Shenander. Shenander. Is he the what future? What is Chins. Chins. That's right. So is he the future uh, at Nebraska? I don't know. Um. I think it's a hard question to ask. I think our defensive talent was pretty weak last year. We had a few guys. We had Lamar, Mo well, Lamar, Berry.
1: Moodle, and, and Barry.
0: Barry. Even Barry just had Barry that Barry took year. a
1: step back last year, I thought. He was really freaking good but the year before. Lamar
0: and Moodle were by far our
1: top two guys and, on defense. You know, and Cam Taylor. It, it could be said that maybe the team was just that much worse on defense the year before yeah. that Mo Berry stood out that much. Could be. Um, because so I, I, I 'cause you're pretty good on the defensive line. I mean, you you're talking, you know, Lamar Jackson Darren Daniels playing in yeah, these and senior Adams, goals so. and going to you know, getting drafted, which both of them most likely yeah. will.
0: I still see Lamar as a first rounder. A lot of people don't agree
1: with me. I I, see I don't see it I, I see him as a, first or second. I see him as a third to fifth. Unfortunately yeah. I think he could be better than that, but uh, just we'll with you know, they take into account, you know, how, how the team is. And, yeah. unfortunately for him, the time he was at Nebraska, yep. Nebraska was not very good. so,
0: so but I think, is he in the future? I don't know. I think this year and next year are really going to tell how good of a coach he is on the defensive side because yeah. of the amount of talent we have coming in from last year's class and this year's class, 2019-2020. The talent is there. we got to do something with it. And right. So that, that's a big piece of what he's going to be know. building and molding. I know
1: when they were at UCF, it was a lot of uh, you know high risk, high reward type of defense, yep. If you will, um, let's get interceptions. Let's get turnovers. Let's get sacks. But yeah. you know we can also give up big plays. I- I'm not sure how that turns over in the Big Ten. Um, especially yeah. in the West Division, when you play teams like Iowa and you play teams like Minnesota, and you know, so it's hard to say. Yeah.
0: I, uh, we'll see.
1: I, I say between if we if one, we're, one to three years for Chander. If uh, you know, if we're getting blown up, blown out, kind of the way we have the last couple of years. Yeah, okay. I'd say we'd
0: probably need to make a change. Well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, McKenna would disagree with me. I'm she gonna, would say we need Shanae gone after last year. We're going to stop you right there and get blown out. We haven't gotten blown out. No, yet. we haven't. You're we, right. You're right. You, you look at the last two years. I mean, and, it's not going update. And, well, even two years ago, we lost it by five. And you look at last year and the year before, and the, a lot of the games that we lost, if you give us one more touchdown, we win the game. So we're, we're a field goal or a touchdown away no, you're from right. – Really flipping our record from 4-8 yeah, eight, yeah, eight, yeah, eight yeah, right. to 8-4, from 5-7 to 7-5. And, seven and five. that's been it's kind of the four. narrative, if you will,
1: about Frost's start to his tenure here, yep. is that it has been closer than people think. And people, lots of people have been upset about different things and records and wins and losses mm-hmm. and this and that. But it has been very close. Yes. And you can say both Laney won nine games every year. We also played in the Big 12 a lot of that and time. And we got blown out a lot. And the games that we lost, we got freaking blown out. Yeah. I know this year we had game day in Lincoln, which I didn't think that we should against Ohio State, and we got blown out. Whatever. But, you know, a lot of the games that we lost, like you said, were very close. Really close.
0: Uh, Follow question with Dalton. There's uh, a question about Nebraska hiring um, hiring on an advisory role. Heard a lot about that recently. There's a lot uh, chit chat about bringing on someone in an advisory type role. I don't know what that looks like. I don't really know who the candidates are. Can I sign on for that job? Because yeah. that sounds great. Yeah, for the coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, I I can see it happening. Um, again, I don't know what that looks like. What that role would look like per se. Um, but again, there's been a lot of chatter about this guy or this guy coming in, in an advisory role, you got to be really careful what you read as well and who's putting it out there. Well, what you're reading, like the LSU guy, that um, who's a Husker, well, the I, yeah, I, I, um, there there, was an offensive coordinator there,
1: there's reports that rumors, he turned rumors. it
0: down, and then Nebraska the comes out and says, we actually like, never even talked to the guy, or never offered him, like, you you gotta be careful what you read and what you see, but I have heard a lot Twitter about is a monster. <laughs> it is. It is. But I heard a lot about that advisory role. I do see us hiring someone in an advisory role. I'm not sure when it's gonna happen what that looks like, what it translates to on the field and for the coaching. Um, but I do see it happening. Um, yeah, that's cool. All right, back to the schedule. So Purdue, again, they were beat down last year, they had a better year than the year before. No Wandell Robinson, no great, great, great coach. Jeff no Holmes, no David Blau, um, so. They, that's, a, that's a plus. I mean, no, that was a bad thing. I mean, he's. No. What's has got in his mouth? I'm not sure what <laughs> But you he have, was, I mean, he actually,
1: he's, actually, of he's too, the like reason can't. why they were successful the year before. Well, he was the reason why they beat us, like, three oh, out of four David years. <laughs> it's a good uh, for us, yeah. No, uh, I think Jeff Brown's a really good coach. Um, you around. know, the thing about the Big Ten West is, they hired some pretty fricking good coaches that are turning programs around. Yeah. I mean, even Bubby Smith at Illinois has kind of turned things around.
0: So they're they're going to be um, dangerous again in the
1: next couple of years. They've, yeah, it's, it's weird. I hate it. But, um, you know, between Jeff Brom, Scott Frost, uh, T.J. Fleck, you know, the Big Ten West is getting better. And I yeah. know people hate on the Big Ten West. I get it each other up. But, um, yeah, Purdue I think will be, especially first game of the season. I, I think they'll be better. but I it'll, they, be, it'll be a tough game what, for the first been, like, game of
0: the season. Two or three games last year. I mean, they struggled a lot, maybe four, but um, they had a bad year. But I think they're going to be better, but I don't know if they're going to be what they were two or two, three years ago where they were a threat. Rondo Moore um, is a, a factor. I mean, yeah. you, you got to watch but out if, for if But him. if he's your only factor, that that could be trouble for him. but – uh, then we got Central Michigan. Uh, we got Central South- Michigan,
1: Michigan won their freaking conference, man. Yep. I mean,
0: our our, our non cons are not easy. But, but let's let's be real. Central Michigan should be one. There's no reason we should lose. Hundred percent agree that South Dakota be... State Jackrabbits. We should beat them. There's no reason we should lose them. Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati won their they won their conference. But in Cincinnati, is that uh what conference they in again? Um, that AAC. Yeah. So for, Frost is familiar their with, conference. Frost is familiar with them. Yeah, it's a good conference. Yeah,
1: that's all right. I mean, obviously, I don't know the ifs ands or buts about teams, quarterbacks, and yeah. players that they're losing. But, or but our, our talent,
0: our talent level should be should there, so. beat
1: them. Yes. However, our non-conference games against Central Michigan, South Dakota State, and Cincinnati are tough. Our,
0: if you look at other people's non-conference games, we have a we have a good. You're talking about
1: schedule. like two conference champs yeah. and. An FCS team that's very
0: good. Yep. So Then we got Northwestern, who, man, they – We just, never – we never. You just never know. Never they know. they can be the worst team in the Big Ten, and you can still lose them. Um, Illinois, again, Illinois, that Memorial Stadium again. We were there at the game two years ago. Illinois, is, I tell you what, man, They you just don't know what you're going to get with them. You're going to get a really good game, or they're going to have six turnovers in the game. They're they beat so, Illinois,
1: or they beat – they
0: beat Wisconsin yes, last year. But they are so 50-50 on, on who you're going to see. You just don't know. And so I, I don't know. I mean, we beat them. <laughs> uh, we beat them. Two them years really in a row.
1: Struggle but we, we
0: still beat them two years in a row. So it's like I, don't, I just don't know who, who you're going to get when you see Illinois. Um, then we got an off week. Then we got Rutgers, who we should be. My God, we should beat them. Um, and then, so our first seven games. Those are our first seven games. Purdue, Central Michigan, South Dakota State, Cincinnati, Northwestern, Illinois, and Rutgers. And that's a, what's weird, our off week kind of sucks. I wish we would have an off week and then play Ohio State right. so after Rutgers. But, you know, six games in a row, it's just halfway through the season, and off week, and then you, go, then you play at Rutgers, at Ohio State, Penn State at home, at Iowa, at Wisconsin, and Minnesota at home.
1: That
0: last five games. Holy cow. I don't care who
1: you are. That's a tough schedule.
0: Um, It's going to be. But again, if we get off to a good start,
1: if we can go 6-1. If we can go 6-1 in those games, which would be better than we've done the last handful of years, I would be okay with that. And then those last five games, I mean, if we can sneak out a couple wins in there, um, you know, those road games obviously going to be at Ohio State. I don't. At Iowa, at Wisconsin.
0: Penn State at home. I think that's a winnable game. Penn State is one of those teams where their, their quarterback, I believe, is leaving for the NFL. Okay. I believe he's gone. Um, what does their next quarterback look like? What does their running back room look like? I don't know. Those are two things I don't know. Those are question marks. But we've but seen over the last couple of years they went from Saquon to Sanders. Right. And, and, they, they, they and
1: Sanders might be back.
0: No, no, no. He's gone. He's in the he's NFL. He's in the NFL. <laughs> he's got a hell of a good No, game. no. I'm, 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 you're right. <laughs> he just gave so you that stare like he, super he or played, something?
1: He plays facility. Oh, really no, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, the guy that they had this
0: year. He might be um, back. Yeah. But I I think Penn State at home and at Iowa. God, we're going to beat Iowa again. And me, please. And Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be a tough one to end on. Um, But we get them at home. Get them at home. Last game of the season, be pumped up. I'm I'm actually
1: really excited for that game. We might need to consider going to that game. Um, We should go with Brandon. Brandon, where are you
0: at, brother? BK. You're watching. I'll text you, brother. We'll text you. We should go to that game together, man. We Brandon, are you coming to the event, brother? I want to it'd hang be, out with it'd you. It'd be cold. Um, but that, that should be a game Uh, that was last five games at Ohio State, at Iowa, at Wisconsin, three of those five. I mean, mm.
1: if you're a football fan and, you know, hopefully Nebraska's good this year, you hope. For a schedule like that, I mean, yeah. you want to play good teams, don't you? I mean, you want to have fun games to watch. Like, yeah, I I love playing Florida Atlantic and beating them sixty-one to three or whatever. Yeah, I love that. But <laughs> I also love to play good teams
0: and have a good freaking game and win that. That's more that appealing to okay, me. Okay, so that's that's a year you want to have success in, even if we go eight and four, seven and five, whatever you want to call it, a winning record. Win record, go to a bowl game, give momentum for the next year, have another strong recruiting class. We got the guys in their second and third year in the squad, maybe even as a redshirt junior, uh, redshirt sophomore, whatever that might look like. Because 2021 is we play Oklahoma. I mean, it's a gauntlet. Um, we have Illinois starting off in Ireland. You got Buffalo. We'll go we got, that's, that's, another, that's another two bye week um, year. Oh yeah, because
1: we get a bye week after. because yeah. we play early
0: then. We, we, we play Illinois, then we get a bye week. Um, but then you got Buffalo, you got Oklahoma and Oklahoma, you go to Michigan State.
1: If somebody wants to pay for us to go to Norman? I'm game.
0: <laughs> we got Ohio State. uh at bye bye. week. Freaking State it's <laughs> every, every year! Unbelievable! I gets to play freaking Rutgers every year. Why we get to play? Them but the, I was, was going to mention that. Why do we play Ohio State every year? We, we play, play all, them we, every year forever since we joined the Big Ten. Which is fine because they're one of the best teams in college football. But, but that's unusual. It's bullshit. But I mean, so but we also play. Northwestern at home, then Purdue on the road Get a bye week. Then we got Michigan at home. Then we got Iowa at home. Four of our last five games are at home, which is kind of crazy. That's because no, well, we're playing in Iowa, too. Back to back so, Michigan, yeah. Iowa. Then we got... We're pulling uh, SEC here. We got Southeastern Louisiana Lions. Yeah, uh, let's do that. So, we'll one SEC. Crazy. Uh, then we got Wisconsin, then we go to Minnesota to end the year uh, after Thanksgiving. So, which is weird because we're always home Thanksgiving, or not always home, but we're always at least in the local area. Um, so that that year, if we can do, let's get to a bowl game this next year. Let's get seven. We again, seven and zero should be the number one goal for next year. Because upcoming season.
1: Because
0: we is it going to be tough because of where we've been? Absolutely. Do we have the talent now? A thousand percent. We have all of Frost. Players in there we have competition in the qb room with adrian luke and even bedrell even though Vedrill even smothers is because it sounds like
1: yeah. he's making an impact right away which i don't think he's going to play but let's but again, get a healthy adrian martinez where
0: you you get he plays like he did when he was a freshman okay it Former, former athletes, I'm going to put quotes around it because, you know, we may not look like it anymore, but we actually both played a lot of sports growing up. Um, when you have competition, what does that do to you? makes you better. It, it brings out the best because you have somebody that wants to take your spot. You don't want to take that spot. So what are you going to do? You're going to battle it out. You're going to be the best you can be. You're going to work your ass off. And guess what? If you don't win the starting spot, you don't. then someone else outworked you. And no, that's I just the way hey,
1: it is. But I think that that's good
0: know, for Adrian. It, that's the it, best thing
1: It is. Because, when was the last time you had competition? Right. When, when, I, competition? when I played hockey and I played juniors in Alaska, you know, when I got up there, well, I got traded. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll save the minor details. But when I got to Fairbanks, we had eight defensemen. Yeah. Six of them were returning guys. It was me and one rookie. And we rarely saw playing time. It was all, you know, when guys got hurt, you know, you get an opportunity. But that doesn't mean we weren't pushing those guys. I mean, there were times when somebody didn't have a very good week of practice, and it was like, you know what, you're not going to play on Friday night. Uh, We're going to throw one of these other guys in. And then, you know what, I play and I have a good freaking game. And then it's like,
0: shoot, now what do we do? So same type of situation. Yeah, competition is the best thing to happen for Adrian Martinez. I think, because we know what he can do freshman year. Fresh, we know what he did freshman year, and we know what he can do. We didn't see it last year, and there's, again, a lot of reasons that you can point out to maybe why we didn't, whether it's him, the wide receivers, the offensive line. Uh, there's, there's well, there was things a point. problem with the offensive line last year, but all those guys are coming back. Yes, and they improve. And as
1: much as I, I had this conversation with my dad, because um, I said, you know, all the offensive line are, uh, all of the offensive lines come back next year. And he's like, well, that's not what we want. And I was like, because they were really bad. And I was like, I understand that. At the same time, continuity? They've been together. Yes. They can, you know, they've been working together for a long time. And that's kind of what you want, right? So.
0: But you also have guys that were red, that redshirted that are going to be ready to play if they ready to come in and Turner play. The so we also have that German uh, offensive guard oh, yeah. uh, from it's Colorado friggin', State. He's frigging huge. Uh, coming back from Colorado State, he's transferring here. Um, that's, that's a guy that I think we're going to have to look out for this year. <laughs> uh, he, he can make a difference. So, again, we have, we have players in place. We have talent that we didn't get to see last year that we're going to see this year, including incoming freshmen right. and redshirt sophomores. They're going to come in and make a difference. And then you have guys like Cam Taylor. Um I can't tell pretty so. he's, he's ridiculous. He's out there. He's going to make a big difference again. Um, hopefully he gets a little bit better of those open field one-on-one tackles. He <laughs> a couple times last year burned him. But um, we have guys that... JoJo, Jojo Doman. Jojo, JoJo Doman. Honest. Um, those guys are going to make a difference. Uh, it's Colin Miller back. He graduated. Is he a senior? Not sure. But he actually played really well. Who was uh, Sullivan? Yeah. Sullivan came up out I'm, I'm pretty sure he had an injury is why he wasn't playing um, most of the second half of the season. But Sullivan, I mean, talk about a ball hawk. That, that's a guy that you want on the field too. Um, and what's uh, what's the kid from Western Nebraska? Jackson Hanna? No. No, 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 no. Jackson Hanna, you could see him on the field this year. Um, oh, no, Garrett Nelson. Garrett God, Nelson. Yeah. He's freaking, he's Garrett, Nelson Garrett Nelson is the next Grant Grant, Worcester. He's um, freaking all over the map. So he's he's a guy to look out for. Again, size and strength, he needs to pick up on. You saw him last year play a few games. Um, the guy's ready to go. He's he's a beast. He's going to be in there playing. Um Who's the guy that I really liked um, that we didn't get to see a lot of last year when he played? He didn't do that great. Now, um, I always got him confused with Cam Taylor. Um, he wore number two. Cam Jones? No, no. No, Cam not it, it wasn't Cam. That wasn't his name. Um, either way, we got guys coming in. We got guys that have been there. Hopefully, we're building that that love and that continuity in the off season to really come out and make a difference this next year. I'm just – I'm excited because of the talent that we have that we didn't see yet or that we saw glimpses of. Um, I mentioned Jackson Hanna. That's that's the guy linebacker. I think we're going to see this year play quite a bit. Um, I'm just I'm just excited. No, I think um, for football already. I think
1: that we'll be better offensively than we were because yes, we had Wondell Robinson and you know Adrian Martinez wasn't quite what he was the year before, but I think we have more talent at. wide receiver position, and even at the running back position, I mean, with question marks so much around fucking, sorry, around, uh, what's his name that was in so much trouble? Oh,
0: yeah, Washington, yeah. Yeah,
1: Maurice Washington. I think that there's going to be more stability, I guess, at some of them positions, and then I just think defensively we are going to be so much better. Caleb, and, yeah, oh, Caleb Jenner, yeah, Caleb oh, yeah. Caleb He Harris. He's a junior.
0: When he was on the field last year, he, we didn't see as much as I thought he would. He was one guy. No,
1: he team got his good, and when he got his opportunities, he was okay. Yeah. Um, You know, he just needed to figure a few things out, and maybe he'll be a little bit better this year.
0: Well, uh, sorry, one guy we didn't mention as far as uh, wide receiver was uh, McQuitty. McQuitty came in and made some good catches this last year. He's a junior this year. I'm looking forward to him and uh, him having some success out there as well. Deontay Williams is a senior too. He got hurt early in the year. Um, Looking forward to him coming back out as a safety. For me
1: personally,
0: I think I'm more excited for
1: the new wide receivers. Oh, yeah. And guys that have been waiting their turns because yeah. it seemed last year like they needed somebody to step up and nobody would. Yeah. So. Again, Omar I mean, Manny coming in, I feel very positive about. Um, even Marcus Fleming. I mean.
0: But but again, you have to ask, you have to ask yourself about last year, did they not play? I think mean, partially because they agreed. weren't ready. Agreed. agreed. I don't and, know if it's know, because they didn't want to battle and didn't want to play. I think it's and, because and it could be, we want you next it year. It could be the playbook
1: and, you know, the difficulty of trying to learn that. I, 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 you know, it's, there's so many different variables that can go into it. But, yeah. you know, Wanda Robinson went in there right away and was able to do whatever he wanted to do. Oh, yeah. And they may have changed things up a little bit, I think, this year because they didn't have quite what they wanted, but they knew they had J.D. and Wandale, Mm -hmm. and they tried to base everything around that, and, you know, obviously Washington wasn't what they wanted, but Dedrick Mills was the number one running back that we had this year, so between the three of those guys, they may have just been like we we have to kind of base everything around those guys Mm -hmm. because adrian's hurt yep we don't have much at the skill positions let's do what we can and then wandale got hurt and it's it's too many variables yeah so
0: again a guy we haven't mentioned yet that i I wish i would have but um but bootle for one is only senior um, he's the only senior No, no, play. I mean, he's, he's a senior I thought he was gone Oh, no, he's so not gone back. He's back Oh, 100% uh, Yeah, he's so back. Spielman, yes so Bryce mentioned uh, Braxton Clark Someone Oh, Braxton Clark is him. one of the ones That I was thinking of Yes, so yeah. Braxton Clark is call, that, Again, uh, is going to make a difference this year Very excited to have him back On the field as quarterback uh, Obviously Spielman's coming back There's a lot of talk in the offseason About Spielman leaving I just, going to Minnesota um, To play in Minnesota And I'm like, whoever started that rumor Is an idiot if I never thought um, I
1: heard it was probably a Minnesota Well, they were, they were
0: looking – it was, for one. But they were also looking at social media posts by Spielman and just stretching this far out, saying this is what he means. Um a freaking monster, I told you, man. Um, so, you know, I, again, I'm excited about this next year. I think we have a lot of talent. Especially, we mentioned the wide receiver. We beefed that up. We beefed up our linebacker core. We got some depth at our at our offensive and defensive line now. Guys that didn't play last year are going to go play this year, or at least be in line to play. If we need another guy to hop in, we have guys to sub in. We have guys that are, are going to be freshmen coming in that have potential to play right away. You're talking about we're going after wrestlers too, guys that are not just a one-sport athlete. They're two, three-sport athletes. They're in track. They're in wrestling. They're in Cam football. Cam track. He's freaking doing track right now. I mean, Garrett Nelson was a wrestler too. Um, when, he, when he, Garrett Nelson probably played like 17 sports. No, he, he was a big <laughs> wrestler. Wrestling was his big thing. And, um. Now Bryce Benhardt was
1: a wrestler, too.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting guys that – and Frost once Frost, and we talked to uh, Ryan Held when we heard him speak. He talked about all these people want their kids to be one-sport athletes. He's like, quit it. They need to be well-versed in multiple sports because every sport brings something different to your competition level and the way you train, the way you work out. Everything is so different when you're playing multiple sports. And it's just the way you prepare for that game. And that mentality coming into a football game, you have to use what you would do to prepare for a wrestling match or to train for a wrestling match, to train for track. You have to have that. You have to have multiple types of approaches to different things. And I think the coaching staff realizes that. They're going after guys that are playing multiple sports. And that's big. That's really big. I know
1: we've – I mean, maybe I'm a little bit biased because we went to an event and Ryan was the biggest. (laughs) But he's – I mean, I've said it before – if that dude walked into my living room with my mom and dad
0: trying to recruit me, I would have signed on the spot. Oh, yeah.
1: he's unbelievable. But I think
0: that's why we've been able to get some of those athletes, some of those guys out of Oklahoma, the guys out of Miami. I mean, it's not, the guys out of Miami may not be running backs, but he's getting, it's a coaching staff thing. And you think Scott Fox is almost better or,
1: to get a linebacker out of there or, you know, I mean, we got a wide receiver, a linebacker, a defensive lineman, whatever.
0: That's, that's crazy. You get, all, you get all the coaches talking about the same thing at the same time, what they want with the program, where they see the program going. If everyone's on the same level, and you got a guy like Walters, that is on the same level. Now you bring another guy that knows Frost, and Frost trusts. He trusts Frost. That helps your recruiting in such a big way because the way you talk about this is what we want from you and the future of this program, not – This is what is going to happen maybe right away, which you look at maybe a couple years ago. But we're looking at next year, the year after. Mm -hmm. You're going to be here
1: for three or four years.
0: We want you. Hey, Millie, you're done. Like, we want you you to be successful. We want you to come here and play for us. So I think that is a huge sell for these kids. Which, again, you're getting kids out of big recruiting areas like Oklahoma and Miami, you know, Miami, to me, is a dumpster fire. Um, but they guess what? Yeah. They, they think it's going to be huge for them because they got Ed Reed coming on, their coaching staff, or their advisory staff, whatever. Oh, he's I didn't part, even see he's part of the front office or something at, at Miami. Guess what? If your goal is to go meet a, an ex-NFL football player, if that's the only reason why you want to commit there, go ahead and go to Miami. But they're a dumpster fire. They've gone downhill. They didn't improve at all. We've seen some improvements at Nebraska. We've seen improvements at places even like Tennessee. There are coaches that are young, that are in their first, second, third year, that have started to make improvements and turn programs around. You talked about even just the Big Ten. Outside the Big Ten, you got guys that are doing it outside the Big Ten, too. And it's fun to watch from a, as a football fan, even if I hate the team like Tennessee. Right, you hate Florida. But you are seeing improvements from those teams and young coaches or coaches that just come in with a different way they want to coach. But, like Ed Orgeron? Yes. How can you freaking yeah. Ed Orgeron? Yes, no, at USC. USC is like, nah, you're not a head coach. And right. then look there was done.
1: even talk when, uh, before we hired Mike Riley, there was talk of Ed Orgeron coming in yep. as a defensive coordinator with whoever in the brought in. Yeah. Why do
0: you not like this guy? Yeah, so I think, you know, it's, as, again, as a football fan, it's exciting to watch what you're seeing in the college football realm right now because there's a lot of potential for a lot of great things to happen over the next couple of years. We saw it with LSU. We you, saw, it. You saw You Alabama saw Alabama struggle. You saw it with and get blown out or get, oh give out
1: 40-plus points multiple times now, this year.
0: You want some entertainment, go go look at Alabama Twitter. Oh if my you God. want to look at Fire Nick Saban on Twitter, Please have do. a day. Please. <laughs>
1: because
0: it's fine. It is – Mind Alabama uh, fans don't know how to lose, which is really we're so used to it. We're just like, yeah, whatever, it sucks. But
1: um, you know, we get a little more I, off I can't imagine like Twitter being around <laughs> like between '97 no. and 2003 <laughs> no. because it would have been the same way. But no, so it's mind blowing.
0: So real quick, let's talk about so that's all about Husker football that we have today. Okay, um, okay. haven't had any comments in a while. So uh, we have our Nebraska Greats Foundation yes. event coming up yes. on February 13th. Day before Thanksgiving. So, if you're looking, if, if you're a woman watching and you got a guy, big Husker fan, great Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, that's actually a
1: really good idea. Vice versa,
0: if your woman is a uh, hardcore Husker fan, great Valentine's I guess Day gift. Buy tickets to go see it.
1: It is a freaking blast, man. I cannot tell you how much fun I had at the event last year. Yep. Didn't really know what to expect going in. Um, we met Brandon, who is now one of our favorite people in the <laughs> world. Um, I mean, we got to sit at a table of Huskers. Yoshi Harder was there. Josh Williams. Yeah, I mean,
0: um, the owner of Husker Houses there. So um, yeah, I mean, Andy's a really cool guy. (laughs) I mean, if you want, you can ask, and I'll send you
1: pictures or videos of the event. We did an interview with Johnny Rogers. We did an interview with Mike Rozier. We did an interview with Eric Crouch. I mean, Mike Rozier is. Probably the funniest dude walking around with his gangster hat Um, on. Pimp
0: hat. It was more of a pimp hat Um, than a gangster. It was
1: funny because we took a little helmet, and we were getting it signed, and Mike Rozier signed it. And then we were walking around. We talked to Bill Moose. I mean, we talked to... Al Penner was there. So many people. And Mike Rozier saw us from, like, 20 feet away, and he's like,
0: I'm going to sign that helmet. And we're like, you already signed it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we talked to Bill Moose. I mean, we we talked to a lot of really cool guys, but just the event itself was pretty cool. Um and the Nebraska Grace Foundation really is it's all about helping players when they get injured. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean you saw Zach some Miller of those guys. when Zach Miller yes. got injured. And uh,
1: I, I was really hoping to talk to him because I know in person I, I worked with them uh one summer. He wasn't there last year. He was not there. Um but you saw I mean you saw gosh, you saw a lot of people that have benefited from this. And um, it's just really, it's just a really cool event,
0: really cool to see. And so we'll be there again. Uh, yeah, we'll be there this year. Irving Fryer is going to be there. Talking about guys from the seventies when when the Razz was good in the seventies. These guys are going to be back. It, it's kind of, we'll tri- be it's kind of a
1: tribute to like the nineteen eighty three team with Turner Gill, yes. yeah. Yep.
0: Um,
1: so yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's be a really, it
0: lot of fun. Um, and word is from the guy that helps us get here. Um, he mentioned that Scott Frost is going to be presenting an award there. Um, so he might be there. So fingers crossed we get to meet him and jump up and down the like little school world and um, be excited again. He loves to
1: do interviews, which we did like 15 of them at the event last year. Uh, but there's some certain people that, you, you know, you maybe don't want to try to do an interview with. But if we can talk to Frost, I would love it. I'd be happy to shake his hand. Just say, hey, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Tom Osborne is probably going to be there again. Bill Moose will probably be there again. Um, What's-his-bucket from uh, UNO. Trev Alberts will be there again. Talked to him last year. I mean, you're, you're yeah, about, we, did actually, we did do an
1: interview with Trev Alberts. Yeah, that was, that was cool. You talk um, about
0: guys that, you know, really, you're not going to have the opportunity to really see just on a regular basis. Guys come in from all over the country for this event because they're ex-Husker players or UNO football players, Midlands, I mean, from around the country, Kearney. Um, so it's really cool to see who's there, what they're doing, Sure. Uh, like I mentioned, Yoshi was there. Uh, Yoshi, Yoshi! And he, he won again. In, he uh, was Winna at Pace. the Husker
1: basketball game or whatever the other night. I want him to come on the A show with table. him
0: and Brandon, but we'll We'll do we'll what we can do. Um, yeah, so uh, who's the other guy there? Um, I mean, we talked to Matt Davidson. Yep. um which apparently he doesn't like doing stuff
1: like that. Do not ask that. He was cool. an interview. Was, interview. But he
0: he got a cool. picture with him and we talked to him. He super cool. Yeah.
1: No interviews. Yeah, he was uh, really
0: cool. Gosh, I mean, I'd have to go
1: through yeah. my phone and look at pictures. Oh, uh, uh, so Cruz, many people. Cruz I'm, Barrett. Cruz I'm, Barrett was
0: there. We didn't talk to him, but he was
1: there. Um, who was the one from the defensive bat? He's one of the ones that has contributed, or not contributed, but he's been with this Nebraska Foundation. He was a 95 uh Defensive back. He had a couple of interceptions in the game against Florida. He was there. We talked
0: to him. Yes. Yeah. I'll look him
1: up. We'll yeah. talk about it all. off the show.
0: <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, definitely check it out. Though great event. We shared it on our page. Uh, we shared it on Cornhusker Nation. We shared it on our Two Average Guys page. So go check it out. Good event. The tickets are not that expensive for a night of fun. There's drinks there. There's food there. Um, Dude, we met
1: Brandon there, and now Brandon comes on our show, and he. And we text with him like on a regular basis. We're like best friends. You can go to these events
0: and meet these type of people. We're like best friends. Um, but anyway, just a lot of fun, guys. So definitely check it out. Again, a great benefit for um, the the collegiate level at in Nebraska sports, not just University of Nebraska sports. Um, I'm a UNO guy, so you know I'd love the uh, UNO sports as well. Um, and any guys that get hurt, you know, if they need help, this is what the foundation is there for. Jer- Jerry Murtaugh.
1: Really good oh, guy. Oh,
0: freaking stud. So we'll see him again this year. Not show.
1: only does he have a great voice, he's a great man. Yes. Uh,
0: so definitely check it out. If you can't make it, that's fine. But uh, there's a lot of ways to contribute to the organization if you want to. So that's all we got today. Again, I'm Matt. Or I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Don't worry, there's Captain in here. Uh, no beer for me right now. We'll see you next time. We'll see you here pretty soon. We'll talk, we'll talk to you at the uh, Grace Foundation. We'll be there. We'll do some interviews. We'll post pictures. We'll do all that. So uh, interact with us. Hopefully we'll have fun. We're going to try to do a live video. Last year the connection was a little weak, but if we can do a live video, we're going to do that. But definitely join in. Check us out. Have some fun. Share with a friends, Go Big Red. That's all we got.